0: It's Thursday, January 19th, 2023, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, here with yet another in our series covering the best films of 2022 and the awards season of 2022. And with me for this series, as always, it's my co-host, Marcus Irving. Hello, Marcus. What's up,
1: Marcelo? We got awards fever. We got to talk about them.
0: We gotta talk about awards fever, and no, this is not the fever that uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson got from the Golden Globes um, last week. No, they they have COVID. May they rest up. I mean, they get well. Um, But such a shame they're
1: not at the Critics Choice Awards tonight.
0: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Peek behind the curtain. We're recording on a Sunday night, the same night as the Critics Choice Awards, the, the the night where the critics shine. Uh, it, it's <laughs> it's it, it, it's Oscar's biggest night. The what critics, critics' choice awards.
1: What critics do this? Is this like f- all film critics are are welcome to this? Or
0: I I mean I don't want to throw critics under the bus, but I mean I follow a few who voted in the critics' choice awards. I I don't know exactly yeah. who can vote in these awards. I'm guessing like the big trade, you know, reviewers.
1: You yeah, know. that that's the thing. Like if it was. I bet if they opened their net wider, I bet the Critics' Choice Awards would probably be more interesting. Yeah. Not to say yeah. that they're not. I don't know what's happening. I haven't checked in on it. Marcelo's the one keeping the ship afloat right now. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I do have an eye on the Critics' Choice Awards. I can tell you uh, some of the winners. I mean, let's chip let's, let's into it. Oh, you know what? Before let's do that, a, let's do a couple
1: winners. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. You know, no before words. that, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, wait, whoa, wait. I'm Marcelo Pico. That's my serving. This is the Talk from Society podcast. Uh, Hey, hey, hey! TFS, Uh, we love movies. Uh, We uh, oh, we love
1: movies. We
0: I am a fan of award season. I think it's fun. Mm. It's my sport. I don't watch any other sport, but I follow the Mm. the the goings on, the politics of award season. Okay, Uh, do awards matter? I mean, the Oscars—they're historically. The, since they've they've been around for almost 100 years. Yeah, so, yes, there's some importance that is, there.
1: What, what does matter mean,
0: really? Yeah, I mean, but in the long run, does it really matter? You know, does it change my viewpoint not on not these right. movies? No, I love movies. I, I, you know, uh, my favorite movie of the year might win Best Picture, but that's rare. That almost never happens, okay? Uh, my favorite being everything, everywhere, all at once, it might win Best Picture. But, hey, the Social Network didn't win Best Picture. Scott Program did win Best Picture,
1: like a no country, maybe that might be the last time it's happened for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's just a, f- it's just something fun to follow as uh, as the as the season goes oh, along. Yeah. Right.
1: I'm with you. Uh, and as a kid, I was I, I was the one like. Uh, <laughs> We used to get Entertainment Weekly. I was reading the Entertainment Weeklies every awards season. I was like super into it, and I like the fashion and the, the play of it all. And I always try to watch all the awards movies. Um, uh, respect has faded, but I do have a deep uh, love of these things.
0: I, I still get a kick out of uh, who wins, who loses. And so much so that I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a big kick out of this award stuff that I created my very own award show, The oh, Talk yes. from Society Awards. Oh, yes. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, on the 19th of January, you can still vote in the first ballot, in the first round of the Talk Film Society Awards. 20 categories, f- you know, fill out those slots, best picture, best director, acting ensemble, etc., etc. Um, the nominees of that, of the Talk Film Society Awards, the 10th annual Talk Film Society Awards. That'll be out uh, next week. Uh, me and Marcus is going to break down the nominations there. And we're going to do it on the same episode that we break down the Oscar nominations. So so, that, so that's going to be huge. Next week, it's
1: going to be a huge episode, Marcus. Huge episode next week. Uh, yeah. You can turn this one off right now. Come next week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this one to be shit. You know, if it, <laughs> the, the next hour is going to be fine. But next week, oh boy, you want to stay tuned for next week. That's going to be... I mean, we're going to talk nominations for the Talk from Society Awards, the Oscars, the snubs, the flubs, who's in, who's out.
1: Snubs and flubs, yes,
0: of course. Yeah. Uh, It's Oscar's biggest night, uh, Oscar nominations. uh, Hollywood's
1: uh, night to be shining.
0: You know, in, in, in all seriousness, it's Hollywood's morning to wake up early to because that's going to be an early morning.
1: There is no other event in film where you're like, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. This. <laughs> We've done it
0: before in the past, where Marcus and I and um, our podcasting friend, Tara, uh, we all did a live commentary of at least two uh, Oscar n- nominations announcements.
1: Yeah, one of them I showed up like 20 minutes late because <laughs> I was asleep. Uh,
0: I don't... I haven't thought about it i don't think we need to do that this year marcus maybe we can do like but whatever we'll see we'll see what happens but anyway uh i'm pumped i'm thrilled so, oh and also vote at talk from slash tfs awards i forgot about that talk slash tfs awards mm-hmm. to vote mm-hmm. in the talk Film society awards you have about a you day want your votes
1: everybody left. every yeah. single one of you
0: but yeah that's no it No matter um, what you got the nominations will be announced next week here on the show but okay what's your what's like what's, what's like your one wish for the Oscar nominations uh, next week Marcus good question pretend this is uh, yeah, pretend you've gone through some longing some 3,000 years of, of, of longing something yeah uh, you, you, you got a genie lamp in your possession you rub you, you rub that guy. He comes out and he goes, Marcus, you have three wishes or you get one wish for the Oscars this year. And of course you go for the Oscars (laughs) wish.
1: I go for the Oscar pick. Yeah. And I think I say just because she's teetering on the edge, I don't know if she'll get in there or not. I would like to, actually, you know what? No, I was going to say Ana Diarmas for blonde. I would like to see that, but, uh, but no, I'm hoping uh, RRR can, uh, can uh, trick its way into as many categories as possible. Yeah. I'm not really, ex- I don't know if I'm expecting it as much anymore, but like I hope we get into original song score, you know, visual effects. I, I think I, I would love if it could get as much as it could.
0: Solid movie. My appreciation for that movie has grown over the last few weeks. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and seeing them win Best Song uh, last week at that one award show, uh, pretty cool. Uh, all Things Considered.
1: Imagine Natu Natu being played at the awards. Like, yes. It's, it's, yeah. That would be so fun to watch. Yeah,
0: I have a feeling it'll definitely get in like Best Song. Fingers crossed. It might be a surprise. Uh, like Best Director nomination. Kind of a long shot for Best Picture, but we'll see. Anything can happen. But that that's good. That's good. For me, okay, I got the same genie. He offers me three normal wishes or one Oscar wish. I go, I, I'm going to go for the Oscar wish. I go genie. I wish for less nominations for The Whale, more nominations for Babylon. Specifically, please get Babylon in the Best Picture category. Please Mm. don't let The Whale in there. That's my one wish. Okay. Uh, Seems... uh, I don't know. That's the one thing I'm worried about this year, Marcus. I've gone through this entire series thinking, Oh, all these movies are so good. I love all these movies. And yet The Whale creeps it's in reality
1: head. has, has the, the the cold the cold hand of reality has slapped you across the face yeah
0: there there was a chance where i thought oh maybe all 10 best, maybe all 10 best picture nominees will be in my opinion good movies that i can root for all of them and yet the whale is starting to sneak in to like is it gonna get best
1: picture man i'd, <sighs> I'd be surprised but
0: it, it, it got a it got a Best Picture. Well, it got a uh, Producers Guild nomination. Uh, I mean, it's still it's still been getting like screenplay and Best Actor nominations. Yeah. Who knows at this point?
1: It's. I mean, I'm, I'm still hoping for the Best Actor. It's just just Fraser yeah. Oscar nomination. Oh, nominated absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I've, I've talked about if, if you want to hear me talk about the movie, go to the first episode where we um, the first Best Actress uh, episode. Uh, of that two-parter, and I, I go into it for 20 minutes of how much I don't like that movie. But I love Babylon. I want those people who go out to see the Best Picture nominees to be forced to see Babylon because that movie is insane uh, yet so so great. So I want that to happen. I want people. I want like uh, I want grandpas, grandmas, uh, uh, all grands of all genders to sit down, watch something like The Fablemans, Watch something like, uh, uh, what's another best picture? Uh, Banshees of Inishirin. You know, everything, everywhere, all at once. Which, that one's kind of wild. That has a dildo fight in the middle of it. But the opening minutes of Babylon has an elephant shitting on a man for seemingly like three minutes straight. I mean, nothing tops that. Mm. Um, There's piss, there's shit, there's semen. There's everything in in Babylon. Mm. So... Please, I want that to be on. I want that to be in the Best Picture category for more people to watch this insanity. That's what I want. Thanks, Jeannie. The Critics' Choice Awards are happening. Marcus, give me some categories. Just give me, uh, give me a few. You want to hear who won? And keep in mind these are still um, going, so they haven't awarded everything yet.
1: I'd say the hottest cat uh, for multiple reasons. For me, is uh, Best Actress. So uh, what, what what, are, what, what do we got there?
0: Uh, their nominees were Michelle Yo, Michelle Williams, Michael Robbie, uh, Danielle Deadweiler, Viola Davis, and Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett took the award. So that's who won for best she stole actress. It. Kate Blanchett, just last seen running away with a Critics' Choice Award, uh, just, just darting <laughs> from that auditorium.
1: How prestigious are these awards? Do the, do the, do the stars come out to shine at them?
0: I did did see. people skip those?
1: um, Is is a Kate Blanchett not going to show up? I
0: I I I did see a lot of stars on the red carpet uh, earlier uh, on my Twitter feed. Um, So yeah, a few of them came out. I I don't know if uh, Kate Blanchett was there to accept her award, Uh, but uh, but I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So today in uh, this week's episode, we're doing best scores of 2022. And we're going to see what's going on in the race, who's going to win, who's going to get nominated. So at the Critics' Choice Awards, here were the nominees. Uh, I cannot pronounce this name for the life of me. Uh, Hilda <coughs> Uh She won the Oscar for Joker a few years ago. Wonderful work. I'm I sorry I cannot pronounce your name. She got nominated for Women Talking. Alexandra Desplot uh, was nominated for Gamma Der Toros Pinocchio. John Williams for The Fablemans. Justin Hurwitz for Babylon. Michael Giacchino for The Batman. But hey,
1: guess who? won guess, guess who won? Hildur Gunnadottir. Yeah, Gona uh, not the tier. I don't know. Thank you. Uh, she won. I've never even seen that O before. She won. Hil- Hildur.
0: Guando, Guana de Tor... Guana de... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hilder. Congratulations to old Hilder. Guana da She won for Tar. Oh, she did Tar. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah she, uh, she did Tar and Women Talking. We'll talk about it. This is it. Best score.
1: You know, okay. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll it, We'll talk geez. about it. Best okay. score. Okay. And, uh, hey, let's, let's get into it.
0: Let's be upfront. I don't think we're going to do a best song... Uh, uh, episode because I'm going to f- I'm going to feature at least two of my favorite best songs of the year along with my best scores yeah um, I, know, well, Mar- Marcus has one best song to talk about too but yeah this will be the I'm not going to put it on the episode title but this will be best scores and best songs um, just so you know it's the gold derby it's game why? it's the gold derby game Oh, no. Your favorite. can't do it. Your favorite. (laughs) can't do it. (laughs) Take a shot. So, Uh, okay. Tar, women talking. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. Okay. So, best score. Fablemans. Uh, I've looked at goldderby.com. Gold Derby is a site where experts and people on message boards all uh, pick who they think will be nominated for the Oscars. They rank them. I've written okay. down the top six as of this recording. I think they update these uh, lists weekly. So this is where I torture Marcus. I ask him, hey, who's in the top six? Uh, who does Gold Derby think is going to be nominated uh, okay.
1: this I've year? Got five, I've got five movies, I have to say.
0: Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, in in these top six, five of these they think will get nominated. Who's on this list? Fable ones. You got one. That's the number one. Tar. Nope, Tar. I it, surprisingly, Tar is not on this list.
1: I don't know why. See, that's what I would think with Tar is that aren't they using like old classicals? Like, are, are they now, doing new songs? Here's the thing,
0: and spoiler alert: Tar is not going to make my best score list. Um, although th- there are, I- I've listened to the Tar album. You're right, Marcus. It does use it does use pre existing music. I think that might be the rule for the Oscars. Uh, The score has to have a certain number, uh, a certain percentage of new uh, uh, material, you know, uh, versus old material. Um, So maybe that's why TAR is not officially on this list. Um, But yeah, but sorry, no TAR. Uh, Continue.
1: Uh, Wakanda Forever.
0: Yeah, you got it. Number six, right outside the five.
1: Yeah. Um, you
0: were you were joking about some of them. I think you mentioned at least one other one that was that was that was on here.
1: Yeah, uh, women talking. Yes, women talking. Okay, ba-
0: Babylon. Yes, Babylon number two. You got four. You only you need two more. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Pinocchio. Yeah, you got another one. Look at you.
1: Can you get the last one? Look at me. Come on. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could. Here's a hint. You love this movie. Hint me. I love this movie You do RRR RRR R, R. No Not on the list Blonde
0: Not on the list either
1: Yeah okay I wouldn't I wouldn't think so Um I love this movie Think about your heritage Oh my god Of course The Banshees The
0: Banshees yes, The Banshees of initiator The Banshees of Uh. So yes The Six They have here Shit
1: I didn't listen to that for today What is wrong with me Are you Are... Shit Oh god do we need to stop oh, this Oh, man, it's and- not going to be on my list. I feel bad. Oh, no. I think it would have been.
0: So just to reiterate, just to go through them again, top six. Number six, Black Panther 2. Number five, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, number four, Banshees of Inshira. Number three, Woman Talking. Number two, Babylon. Number one, The Fablemans by good old Johnny W. Interesting list. Uh, I yeah, sure. I I'm, I'm excited to talk about some of these on our individual picks, and we'll go to the Discord and talk about their picks.
1: the The Derby's been ran. Uh, time for Marcus. He uh, and Marcelo went for it last week. It's time for Marcus's time to shine. <laughs>
0: Here we go. Your one time to shine.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Marcel, I'm just gonna say, in general, when it comes to score. Uh, I almost feel like a good score to me is something I don't really notice,
0: which we've talked um, about on the Southland Tales show. Uh, you love Moby and uh, the score for <laughs> Southland Tales, and I have said uh, that I do enjoy that score. But uh, you've criticized me for the thing you just said. Now, I think I know. I think Moby's score sinks back into that movie you don't really notice it it provides a mood but i see what you're saying marcus
1: it yeah it it provides but i'm when i'm even if i am thinking about the music i'm not really thinking about the music it's hard to explain the scores don't necessarily stick with me as a thing that like i point to like it like for some i'll always point to like oh my god had such great production design or it had such great whatever for some reason, score is harder for me to remember, I guess, is maybe a better way to put it. I don't really spend my time listening to much outside of this. But I did, for this episode, I wanted to take it really seriously. I could have come in here and been like, here are the two that I actually do remember. Fuck off for the rest. I would have been a um, And I did consider doing that, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna list, I'm going to look stuff up. I'm going to look through all the movies I watched, and I'm going to listen to some scores. I'm going to really sit down and... Be a big boy about this, you know.
0: Put on your big boy
1: pants. And so I did it. I asked my friend Matt um, for some suggestions. Matt. Uh, the real Matt C. Oh, okay. The real Matt C.
0: The real. Oh, I was. I was thinking of the fake one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the real Matt C. He gave me a few, and he gave me Babylon, Fableman's Avatar, Halloween Ends, and the Batman. Which uh, uh, spoiler, none of them are on my list. I would not <laughs> listen to. <laughs> Well, look, look, I would not listen to Babylon or Avatar without seeing the movies. I'm sorry. Fair,
0: fair enough, fair enough.
1: Fablemans was close. Fablemans was very close. I listened to all that. Halloween. I think it's like a totally solid um, John Carpenter thing, but also it's got the the Halloween theme in it, which just feels like a cheat to me. Like <laughs> it's one yeah. of the best things ever ever composed for film. But I looked up like lists of uh, some other films. So like here's here's. I ended up listening to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11 I ended up listening to like 12 or 13 full scores Here's some of the more noteworthy ones I guess, Uh, The Fablemans uh, Really lovely John Williams stuff It's really good, and it fits that movie well Uh, Wakanda Forever I I thought it was solid, but I was hoping for like one track to really uh, juice me up, and I don't think it had that But overall, totally solid I I, I like Cliff Martinez's scores often, so I was like really hopeful for Kimmy And I think Kimmy has a handful of song uh, uh, of pieces that are really good, but in the end, I don't know. Didn't fully get me. Um, And here is one that I wish I could say, but much like uh, Tar, I think they're it's kind of just old music. Because when I think of music of the year, I thought of Confess Fletch immediately. Yeah, because I loved that jazzy soundtrack but that's what it is. It's a a soundtrack, not a score. And, uh, yeah, we got the one, uh, I, I looked up a list and I don't remember the website, but their number one was some Netflix movie called the wonder that I had never heard of, (laughs) which we, we bought it before.
0: That's the Florence Pugh score. Sorry. That's the Florence Pugh movie.
1: Yeah. And I listened to that score. Didn't did nothing for me. That was, I thought it was bad, but Anyway, here are my top five after all that rambling. My number five, coming in at number five three thousand years of longing by Tom Holkenberg. Now um, can you
0: describe in yeah. detail what this sounds like? Cause I don't I don't uh, I don't know of any other way to really get across how good the score is, Marcus. Wait a second. Breaking news I have it right here. Oh!
1: Yeah, listen to those strings. Look at that, that that plucking away. Did you just turn it off? (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: Okay, just a taste, just a taste. Um, that's
1: hey, yeah, that, that's Tom, really lovely,
0: isn't it? Tom Hulkenberg. That that name sounds familiar. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, that's Chunky XL. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, that,
1: that makes sense. I mean, Mad Max. Mad Max: Free Road. Oh, uh, yeah. I and that. he he followed the, he he followed George Miller into making another very good one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, that that piece we just heard was uh, a Jin the the Jin theme. Yes. Okay, moving on to my number four. Number four. Uh, bones and all, composed by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Hit it, Marcello Oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is where this shit pops off. God, listen to this. I love that little drop there. All right, just a taste. So yeah, that 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 right there was called "I'm with You Always." That's a, uh, That's a later use in the movie of the movie's main refrain, which is this very clearly very slow, just a little bit, it's got, the movie has this, uh, Reznor and Ross, like, synthy stuff that you'd expect, it's got this Nine Inch Nails kind of, uh, horror elements, um, where the movie needs it, but it's all, but it keeps coming back to this refrain, refrain of this nice, uh, country twang. And I think it's really uh, pleasant. Uh, That was a very good lesson uh, when I went through that whole album. A Nice Slice
0: of Americana by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross.
1: Endlessly talented uh, musicians.
0: Yeah. Uh, Winners of at least two Oscars, I think. Uh, They won for The Social Network and Soul.
1: I I wish they were getting uh, noticed for this, uh, but uh, seems not. Okay, my number three... RRR by M.M. Kiravani. Here's Natu Natu on Talk Film Society Radio. <laughs>
0: I played it longer than I should have, but oh, it's so good! It's so. Cool.
1: No, you can't stop listening to it, right? Like that's yeah. that's fantastic stuff, uh, yeah. and, and the movie's full of really catchy, catchy uh, poppy tunes like that. Uh, it's got the really fun percussive elements. That I, I, I don't dance. That would make me want to dance. That type of that that song. That type of music. Yeah, it should, that shit just rocks, and it's got this really spirited energy that carries you throughout this. Really long movie, and it just, just uh, does does not feel that long when you are listening to it. And I think the score and the and the songs have a great deal to do with that. I mean, it's a, it is a musical, but
0: we're not going to go through all of Gold Derby's picks for best song, but um, unsurprisingly, because I think it's it's in the lead right now for 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 this category, uh, "Natu Natu" from RRR is uh, their number one pick. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I
1: really hope we get to see that uh, played uh, on the Oscars. Yeah, absolutely And how they're awarded for it Yes Okay, Uh, switching tones here My number two, Blonde, uh, composed by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis
0: Let's listen to one song you picked called Gemini Gemini Man, Marcus, that sounds good. <laughs>
1: okay, I don't know if you're <laughs> fucking with me.
0: No, I know. <laughs> I'm ch- okay, let me be sincere. I love Nick Cave. I love Warren Ellis. Assassination of Jesse James. I love that score. Uh, he's done some other ones. Anyway, I, 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 I've I, told you, I've made this promise. I'm going to watch Blonde by the time we talk Best Pictures, and our picks for Best yes. Pictures of the Year. And uh, I I am looking forward to it because uh, there are two things right now that I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing. And De Armist it's Marilyn Monroe and Nick Cave and Warren Ellis doing the score for the movie.
1: So, yeah. This movie got kind of criticized. I mean, this this movie got ripped to shreds and, and like torn and thrown all over the place in terms of criticism, uh, both up and down. But uh, the score in particular did get some kind of... Notice um, On film Twitter, I noticed, because uh, that's where I am all the time. I didn't choose to highlight one of those pieces, but there are a number of songs on there that are very, very heavily uh, Angelo Lamenti, Uh The Late Great. The movie feels like a very obvious <clears throat> Lynch riff to me anyway, and uh, I think that carries into the music uh, that Nick Cave and Warren Ellis composed. Uh yeah. Near like one of the last tracks on the soundtrack is damn near straight up the Twin Peaks theme at certain at certain points. And uh, guess what? That shit rocks. Like I I don't know why that's so bad. Like I I, I've never heard a composer like Angelo Badalamenti, and like why should nobody carry that forward? I I could see the read that the movie is maybe treats Marilyn Monroe like pitifully instead of, like, really having empathy, I think the score has tons of empathy and carries that through just, like, in Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, the fire walk with me, how uh, that score just feels like uh, it's crying out for Laura, um, reflecting her pain. Uh, I feel that same thing from this Blonde score. For Marilyn Monroe.
0: Solid. Number two pick. What could your number one be, Marcus?
1: My number one is... A movie I've brought up a number of times already, and I'm going to keep bringing it up wherever I can fit it in. It's We're All Going to the World's Fair, composed by Alex G. Stuff so like you hear that it's got this it's acoustic guitar theme that they kind of remix you hear that throughout the movie a few times I think it's got this really uh, dreamy quality to it that also feels maybe a little uh, that I do not mean this in a negative way at all maybe it feels like a little amateurish like maybe it feels like coming from the mind of a teenager it feels like it's reflecting the main character's feelings uh there's the, i wanted to skip ahead to that singing because the, the the vocalizing there it's completely unintelligible you can't make out any noises um or anything other than noises um there's no like words you can pick out there cuz it's like being drowned in this uh this uh, acoustic guitar and this great bass that picks up and it just it feels like it feels like she's uh chanting out but nobody can like, really hear her. Like, it reflects her feeling of isolation. And the, uh, the rest of the score also has this really cool, this really fun uh, synth, uh, like this distorted synth stuff uh, going on that kind of helps tie into the themes of body dysmorphia throughout the film. But that main track is something I listen to very often. Um, and I, I've listened to this full score. This is the one that immediately came to my mind. Uh, I've listened to this score many times throughout the year. I uh, uh, Black Friday this year for Record Store Day, they put out a, uh, a limited pressing of this to like 700 pressings or something on this neon green vinyl. And the closest participating record store to me... I spent like a week researching this <laughs> the closest participating record store to me they were getting exactly one copy and that was 90 minutes away from me I took the drive and I even kind of had to go later in the day because of some circumstances but I was just like fuck it if there's any sort of chance I can get this I want to go get it and I went there and they had their one copy there and I was just ecstatic and I've listened to that vinyl a number of times uh, it's ah uh, man I love it I really do love it uh,
0: very happy. I mean, isn't that a great feeling that like one of your favorite movies of the year also has a, an amazing soundtrack you can listen to.
1: Even if, even if, if, if you're in a position where you can't watch the movie, you can go to your, you can maybe put your earphones in and go to the score. Yes. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: That. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely say that's the case for one of my picks for sure, which I'll get to, I think now I think, we don't yeah, so
1: uh, your time, Marcelo. Oh, here we go, so here your are my time. It's Marcello's time to shine It's my time to
0: shine So before we jump into My five uh, best scores My favorite scores of the year I'm going to give a shout out to two uh, Great songs uh, From two movies One of which I'll just jump into this one first From Bones and All The original song from Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. You made it feel like home.
1: I kept believing I was never meant to be. But maybe I just had it wrong. So good. God, it's, That's great. You know, it's yeah, I, I'm glad you played that because I, I chose something that was like more along the score lines. I'm really glad you played that because I actually kind of forgot about that. Yeah, uh, but we got to. I didn't know you were going to do that, so I'm glad we got to showcase.
0: Yeah, I. I, that I surprised you, Marcus. I surprised you. I, I hope to surprise yeah, you at least uh, a few more times. Great. Voice. Year. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I that uh, this song plays at the end of the movie. Hope, hopefully, it's not a spoiler where a song plays. But man, I think that ending works partly because of this song playing underneath like what we're seeing. Um, I think that's a big reason why it's like with me. It's that yeah. score and this song in particular. Um, so I'm a huge fan of it. There's no chance I think it'll get nominated for best song. Fuck it, whatever. It's their loss. It's an amazing song. Uh, but yeah, You Made It Feel Like Home by Reza and Ross. Uh that's a that's one of my best song picks. My other best song pick before we go into my best scores, New Body Ramba by LCD Sound System from White Noise. This one is as the kids call a bop. Oh boy. Yep, I love it. It plays over the end credits. It's been stuck in my head since I saw it in December. The movie White Noise. I love the movie. I, I love this song. An LCD sound system came back uh, just to make a new song for a new Noah Baumbach movie. So, oh, so good. So, yeah, I dig that. Again, another song I don't think will get nominated for best song. Whatever. Fuck them. It's their loss. So there you go. Two songs. Now here we go. Here's the top five. Here are my top five scores. Uh, here's my number five that you said, Marcus. You didn't care for. You shit all over the score earlier. <laughs> That's right. It's Cliff Mart. If yes, it's Cl- <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> it's Cliff Martinez uh, and Kimmy. Uh, listen, listen. When <laughs> I
1: listen to this, I bet you picked one of the good songs.
0: And oh I'm come on, they're all good. But, okay, let's see. Uh, here is um, Does That Sound Good from Kimmy by Cliff Martinez.
1: Marcelo says yes.
0: damn it it's so okay you hate this that's fine marcus i love it because (laughs) it feels so bernard herman it feels so hitchcockian it fits the mood of the movie and i I always think cliff martinez working with uh, steven Soderbergh. i always think that's an amazing combination i love it marcus
1: uh tell me why you hate it again i'm also uh, (laughs) i'm also a fan of cliff martinez's work Uh, With the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, especially. (laughs) Um,
0: I keep forgetting that's the case. He's uh, Who who is it? Is he the fifth Chili Pepper? (laughs) He's the fifth Chili Pepper.
1: (laughs) I think he's a guy that kind of just floats in and out now, but I believe he was a founding member, but I'm not sure.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. Okay, my number four, it's the Glass Onion score. Here's my selection. Um... The Theme from Glass Onion Reprise by Nathan Johnson. Okay. I would have played the whole track. I, 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 I love it. The first time I saw the movie, the score jumped out at me, the, the theme. And I was like, okay, maybe a bit too aggressive. Whatever. But it, stuck, it, it was like a tune that stuck in my head, like a lot of these scores that I love. And I've been listening to it again and again, and it was it was an easy pick for me. I I, I do like the score a lot. Again, it's, it's one I haven't seen on many people's picks, uh, nominations, uh, whatever. But I think it should be nominated for stuff but again it's another one where it's like fine no nomination, fuck you, it's the best score in my book
1: um, It's a choice I never would have thought of but like when you're playing it's like yeah that's perfect for a fun mystery romp
0: Yeah, okay that was my number four Number three ah, No surprise if you listen to me on this show, uh, it's from Babylon uh, I picked Finale really, Wow. Yeah, number I three number one. Uh, it, th- These next three are a little surprising I'll say this Number three, Babylon um, by Justin Hurwitz. I picked Finale to play. So let's listen to some of the Finale. Okay, kind of hard to play out of context.
1: <laughs> no, that's a groove, man.
0: I get it. The thing about Justin Hurwitz's score for Babylon is that I think there are maybe two themes that he plays over and over, and it becomes a bit repetitive. But there are instances where each time you hear the theme or one of the themes, it's played by different instruments, it's played like in different octaves, it's played different ways. And then at the end, those two the two main themes come together, and just become like a c- cacophony of sound. And if you see the movie, uh, listeners and Marcus, you haven't seen it yet, Marcus. It makes sense why I think that final this this track, the finale, it all comes together. It's just it's it's just it's the expressive finale of this whole movie and this whole score. So yeah, I love it. I'm surprised it's not my number one. But there. But hey, there are two other scores I think are better than this. Let's yeah, get to it. I
1: can't wait to hear them. I was, I was over there bopping my little head. <laughs> <feel> my head <laughs> bopping that, your so. little head.
0: This one yeah. is controversial. And this, it, I, I have to reference back to last week's episode. I teased this, Marcus. I said, hey, let's save it for a future episode. Let's talk about the Batman. Let's talk about him. Oh boy. So. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne himself. Let's talk Alfred. Let's talk uh, uh, Vicky Vale. Let's talk Riddler. Uh, let's talk Catwoman. Uh, let's talk Selena Kyle. Let's, let's talk Clayface. Uh, let's talk. Let's uh, talk like Edward
1: E. Enigma. Edward E. Enigma. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, I, 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 said, I said last week I had a controversial take on the Batman that I was going to save for a future episode. Here it is. Michael Giacchino's score for the Batman I think is the best thing about that movie. I'm not the biggest fan of the Batman. Honestly, I was a little bored by it, but there are elements that shined. I, I'm a fan of Robert pants in that movie. I do like Paul Dano. Whatever the hell Connor Farrell is doing, I'm, I, I dig it. The Batmobile stuff is pretty cool, but the one thing that stands above all the like everything else in that movie that, that I that I think back on and I revisited for this episode, I kind of forgot about it, until I, I, I re-listened to it and I realized, oh yeah, Channel's score for the Batman is incredible, so let's play some of the Batman, the titular Batman, uh, that track from his score for the movie. <laughs> There you go. The Batman. Mm-hmm. By Michael Giacciano. God. I Okay. Yeah. Here, here's what pushed it to number two, because it was a little bit lower in my list. Last night, I was coming home from Skinner Needed to clear my head. Uh, I mean, that movie is bad vibes. So I needed to put on something to keep my mind off the darkness. So I put on the Batman soundtrack <laughs> by Michael Giacciano. And, God, this track in <laughs> particular... Playing it in my car, fully embrace the darkness. (laughs) Gotta embrace the darkness. Gotta get a full steam ahead into the dark, into the darkness. I played this score loud. They can't hurt you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I played the score loud in my car, driving uh, like one a.m. in the morning, and God, does this just sound amazing? And I wanted just to keep driving into the night uh, uh, with the score playing. God, it's it's so good, and the fact that it's not on the short list for the uh, best score. Uh, uh, for, for the Oscar nominations, it's ridiculous because it's solid. I mean, that's one thing I think a lot of people can agree with. It's just such an amazing score. But yeah, that's my number two.
1: I I echo your uh, your absolute disdain for the Batman. Oh no, wow! I, 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 <laughs> no, 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 I, I echo your general page. feelings. I I came away from that movie being like that was good, and I uh, can't really point. To anything in particular I liked or disliked about it, I'm just like, hey, good movie, I'm moving on. And uh, I, I, I wish I had a little bit more that I did like about it, I wish like something popped out at me more. It really didn't, and I'm gonna be honest, I listened to that score for this, and what you just played that is a totally rock solid Batman theme, nothing else, I, nothing, but but again. It's good. And that's all I got.
0: This score, this track in particular, the Batman theme, the main theme that on its own is like worthy of it, putting of of me putting it at number two, that alone. But yeah, but that was my number two. Number one, this is the one I was saying. Yeah. I love this movie. I love this score. If I want to go back into the world of that, uh, uh, movie, I just put this on, and I'm back in that world. It's the track I've played the most of this of this last year. Uh, my I don't have Spotify that Spotify year-end wrapped thing. I have Apple Music. Apple Music told me, yeah, this track you played the most, you dummy. There's, there's no other track that came close to this. It's Crimes of the Future by Howard Shore. Uh, and this is the track called Crimes of the Future. So I'm going to play it here now for maybe the thousandth time on my phone. The, the 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 descending strings as the track goes on, God, it just pulls you into this fucking weird fucked up world where surgery is the new sex. God, I love it. I love it. And I, I went back and listened to um, Howard Shore's other Cronenberg themes, soundtracks, scores. Uh, his score to Crash is another one like I, I've been listening to a lot. But God, this this one in particular just gets me.
1: Uh, Marcelo, I forgot to write it down. This was one of the first scores I listened to. Um, if I had remembered, this would have been my number five. So hey, Marcelo, <laughs> Crimes of the Future is on my list too. It's number five. It's number five. Whoa! <laughs> that is a fantastic score. I'm fully, fully, fully with you. Ah, uh, it is amazing. I loved listening to it. Uh, it's so good. Um, all
0: right, so those are our picks. Now let's let's see what the fine people on our
1: Discord said.
0: Let's go. Let's open up the yes. Discord.
1: If you would like to join our Discord, you can do so at talkfilmsociety.com slash Discord or reach out to us so we can give you a link. Fun place, got a good community running there. Uh, we've been asking for prompts uh, every week to help us along with these awards. Uh, what are you voting for? What do you like? Uh, we asked this week about their favorite scores, and we people came through. We got a lot of responses. Oh, yes.
0: So, thank you to everyone who chimed thank in. Thank you to everyone.
1: We got uh, Sam, Sam Van Aaron, Sam shot first, friend of the site.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you say that uh, every week. <laughs> of course, he's a friend of the
1: site. <laughs> uh, he says Alexander Desplots, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio score, uh, Michael Giacono's The Batman. Michael Abels, Nope. Oh, that's a good one. I wish I would have listened to Nope. I didn't. I didn't listen to that one.
0: Yeah, I I listened to some of it, but uh, yeah, it it definitely made like my top like ten or fifteen. But uh, yeah, it came close.
1: Yeah. Uh, He also says Nathan Johnson's Glass Onion, uh, Ludwig Göransson's Wakanda Forever. Which, uh, yeah, I listened to that. Nothing super popped out of me, but totally solid. I'm sure it works in context of the movie. And he comes back later down in the thread to say Danny Elfman for White Noise.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> that one. That one. Uh, it's a solid score. But the the one musical thing that really stuck out for me is that song I played earlier the the LCD Sound System uh, track that plays at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Danny Elfman's score is solid too.
1: Yeah, you got another vote for Glass Onion there. Yeah, look at that uh noah thompson thank you for keep continuing to do this every week uh michael giacchino giacchino i don't know how to pronounce i, I want to say giacchino i want to say giacchino but it's probably giacchino.
0: It, it, it might be giacchino
1: i think it is we'll never know i like saying giacchino uh nick cave and Warren Ellis for blonde salute rob simonson for the whale justin herwitz babylon and Owen Pellet on the count of three. That was brought up on the count of three. I think they're a particular fan of that movie. I still have not seen it. Marcella still hasn't seen it.
0: No, no. Uh, I'm interested um, to see it now. Yeah. I, I this is the first I've heard anybody bring up uh, the fact that I'm, on the count of three has a solid score. So yeah, I'll keep that in mind when I watch the movie eventually.
1: Yeah, I do want. I do want to see it. The, the setup's good. I like uh, Gerard Carmichael, uh, Gerard Carmichael the, the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it. on Hulu. Uh, so uh, I mentioned him earlier. I I reached out to the real Matt C to give me his list. Uh, and he brought it back to the dis- Discord. He says, Babylon, the Fablemans, uh, Avatar, Halloween Ends, and the Batman." Uh, shout out to Fablemans, uh, John Williams. Neither of us said it, but like, yeah, you know what? Great score.
0: It it was in the running for me. Um, I I'm not gonna play it, but I I do like the the finale, uh, the final theme of Fablemans. I'm not going to say what's happening on screen, but if you've seen the ending of the movie, you know what, you know what happens on screen, but there's a little musical mm-hmm. flourish, uh, uh, in the, like the final frame and then it cuts to black and you see the, and you uh, see the end credits and that music that plays under that incredible. Good job, John Williams. I almost put that on my top five, but I guess I'm an idiot.
1: We're all fools. Yeah. Um, avatar. I don't know
0: about, it. Uh, avatar solid, uh, Simon Franklin, his score for avatar, the way of water. It's solid now in the time of the last avatar's release and the new avatar uh james horner passed away and i think um simon uh franklin does a good job of replicating that and bringing back that theme so uh, overall solid um didn't make my top five but still pretty good
1: cool uh and like i said halloween ends <clears throat> i listened to that uh, totally rock. totally solid uh Uh, John Carpenter and his uh, son uh, score, Uh, and there's also a third guy on that. I can't uh, be bothered, but uh, if you listen to that, you'll have a good time, especially when the Halloween theme pops in, but again, I consider that a cheat. Um, A Most lawyerly, James, we've heard from you a couple times. Thank you for submitting. Babylon, The Batman, Stars at Noon, The Woman King, Women Talking, and (laughs) The Wonder. I, I listened to the wonder. I don't get it. I'm sorry, James uh, stars at noon. I know nothing about woman talking woman King. I don't know anything. I, I've heard of them. <laughs> I, I want to see them.
0: Oh boy. Stars at noon. So, Oh, it's the new Claire Denis movie. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. how, how did I miss this? i um, yeah. starring, uh, Margaret Qualley. Is that how I say your name? I don't know. Oh, uh, oh cool. Yeah. Joe Alwyn, Benny Safdie and john c riley
1: shit okay i
0: want to see this <laughs> yeah um we gotta check it out we, we gotta see this uh i know i don't know if i don't know if it's out yet though how did this guy see oh yeah it was released in october it was released uh october 14th 2022 so we completely missed this sorry a most laurially james you got me sounds like you got us you got marcus
1: too romantic thriller oh my goodness I oh my goodness this. oh my god okay uh jay mcmillan thank you for continuing to submit bow down (laughs) uh babylon the batman empire of light gdt's pinocchio nope three thousand years of longing uh empire of light jumps out at me uh i know the name i can't place it uh but good list there
0: empire of light let's play this game empire of light uh can you take a guess who directed that one
1: no <laughs> I recognize the name I don't know anything about it
0: He won an Oscar For the 1999 movie American Beauty Sam Mendes
1: Sam huh? Mendes Little old Sammy Good old Sammy Mendes
0: we, we, we mentioned his name last week uh, His follow up to 1917 huh? Yes. Uh, hey but do you know who did the music for that? We, we've, we've talked about them before no, good, <laughs> good old, don't you love this, Marcus? don't you love it? don't you love that I ask you questions you know, you know uh know not who's the a answer? famous
1: composer that we haven't said uh Hans Zimmerman,
0: no, 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 it's a famous composer we have said
1: Ooh, whoa what several times. uh Danny Elfman.
0: no, you know what it you know what I'm gonna give it away here, famous composers, ah, uh, the Safety brothers no, f- fuck you, Reznor and Ross, Reznor and Ross. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they. Uh, you know, I, I. after I saw Empire of Light, I put on the the Empire of Light soundtrack in my car as I was driving home. Uh, solid, sound. Solid score. Solid soundtrack by Resner and Ross. Not as memorable as Bones and all. So you can't win them all.
1: Uh, we've got uh, the bat who laughs. Uh they say The Batman and Barbarian. Uh, I meant to listen to Barbarian, because this, this uh, suggestion here got me. I was like, oh, was, was that a good soundtrack? I don't really remember. Um, I meant to listen to it, did not find the time, but I, I will uh, sometime here in the future. I mean, I do love that movie, so.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. I, as, as soon as The Bat Who Laughs, uh, who I, I think is like James on the Discord, uh, after... I, I saw this suggestion, I go, oh, I should, yeah, same same thought, Marcus. I, I remember the score being good, I just needed a reminder, and too bad, I didn't listen mm-hmm. to it in time.
1: Um, Manish Matur, friend of the show, friend of the site, <laughs> <laughs> you know, host of You, uh, host of uh, Queer Now, uh, great, great friend of the site, the greatest friend of the site <laughs> there could be. Okay, uh, Babylon, Northman, nope. R and Tar, great picks, great picks, very interesting list. Um, I did try to listen to the Northmen for this. Uh, that that was one. That was another early one where I was like, "This gotta have some cool Viking shit in it, some tribal chanting, you know, uh, some real uh, guttural stuff." And I was kind of let down by it, but I I only listened to like the first handful of tracks because I just, I just was not vibing with it. Um, but I bet there's some good stuff in there. Um, again, I wish I'd listened to Nope And uh, Tar is fake uh, So
0: <laughs> I, I I don't know if I mentioned this There's a lot of like uh, Not original material in Tar But the original material is like pretty solid But it, I it's mean, yeah, They had to
1: probably bring up some stuff that's like That puts Lydia Tar on the level of other composers right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, She had to have made her own stuff Yeah Not the Who's Tommy Tommy Marinera. Host of Double Edge Double Bill. They say Nope, Babylon, Kimmy, Avatar, The Way of Water, and The Batman. You got another Kimmy vote for you. Yeah, solid. And again, Nope. I'm sorry I didn't listen to you. Uh nope. Uh, thank you, Tommy.
0: I will say this about Nope. Yeah, I listened to some of it, didn't make my cut, but I like that it's very and it fits the vibe of the movie. It's very John Williams at times. It's very Jaws. At times,
1: Ooh. our final choice, our final picks here, come from Brendan, and they uh, they italicized theirs. I appreciate it's the fancy. Uh, yeah, it's fancy. Brendan, you say RRR r r. Absolutely, pray. Yeah, that, that's an interesting one. I wish I would have listened to pray. Wakanda forever, turning red, and Top Gun Maverick. Another very interesting one.
0: You know, I listened to some of Top Gun Maverick. Similarly to what you were saying about the Halloween score. Sorry, the Halloween end score using the Halloween theme. It's not necessarily a cheat, but it's like maybe if no, they. Are
1: remixing Danger Zone and
0: stuff? Yeah, well, they, they, they brought back the original composer uh, for Top Gun Maverick, uh, the, the, the original Top Gun composer, Harold Fultemeyer. Um, so. The, the The wild thing about uh, who composed uh, Top Gun Maverick, there are four credited composers. There's Harold Faltermeyer, Harold, the Fault in Our Stars. There's Hans Zimmer. There's Lauren Balfe, and there's Lady Gaga. They're all they all came in to compose the score for Top Gun. Matrix. Gaga's on the
1: score, Top not Gun. Just the song, no, not just song, score. Oh God, this is number one.
0: <laughs> oh, you're,
1: you're changing <laughs> one it? with a bullet. The rest of them don't matter.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, but okay. Here's the thing about it though. Some of it, they do reuse the original Top Gun score. Some of it feels very Mission Impossible, you know, considering, you know, Lauren Balf, I think, did the last two Mission Impossible uh, scores. Um, I guess Lady Gaga, because, like, they put the theme for her song in there. I guess that's why she's credited, maybe. And of course, Hans Zimmer is just Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer's it up. So maybe it's because it's just so all over the place. There's, like, one track I wanted to play that's, like, solid, but it felt like a very Lauren Balf track. It felt very Mission Impossible. So, I don't know. I do like that score, though.
1: Awesome. So, that is all of our Discord picks. Again, if you'd like to join the Discord, get your own picks in for our future episodes, or just talk with the people, go to talkfilmsociety.com slash Discord, or reach out to any of us. We would love to have you.
0: Absolutely. Wow. What a show. Marcus, I had fun.
1: Fun time is always my best friend, my partner in crime.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Uh, any last words? Any my any last things? <laughs> my acquaintance, the person who I podcast with. Any last words? Anything you want to say before we wrap this up?
1: I am stoked as fuck for next week, man. Oh, it's gonna be a big one, my dude. Gonna be a big one.
0: I mean, I again. Go to TalkFilmSociety.com slash TFS Awards to vote um, if the ballot's still open. If it's closed, you'll see a page that says, too bad, too sad, wait for the next ballot to drop. But go to that link, and you'll see updates there. And, yeah, next episode, we're going to reveal the nominees for the Talk Film Society Awards. We're going to talk about the nominees for the Oscars. Ah, we're going to do it all. It's going to be a three-hour episode. Super-sized depth <laughs> next week. It's going to be big. Super-sized depth. It's going to be big. Let's end the show. Let's just let's, let's just finish this. <laughs> okay, Marcus, bye. thanks. And to those listening, hey, let's see you at the movies. No one ever say that. All right, Bye. <laughs>